0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Confabulation. Confabulation is hosted by Our Sisters House, where we provide advocacy, education, and support for survivors of domestic violence. If you or any of your family members or loved ones are experiencing domestic violence, please visit our website at oursistershouse.com or give us a call at 253-383-4275. I'm here joined with our advocates, Jill, David, and our intern, Amanda and today we 're going to be talking about Juneteenth, so last month, President Biden kind of announced that uh, Juneteenth was going to become a federal holiday in the United States and To be completely honest, before you know people started talking about Juneteenth i didn 't even really know what Juneteenth was, and i 've even talked to some you know African American and black people who also didn 't know what Juneteenth was, so we thought this would be you know a good opportunity kind of to explain you know, the history of Juneteenth, why it's important, and, you know, why, you know, should Americans care about this? So, um, you know, does anybody want to kind of talk about, you know, Jill, I know you have, like, a lot of knowledge, kind of what the history of Juneteenth is?
1: Well, I'm just going to read this short little blurb that I found that take care of everything. It's small. I'm just going to read it. Um, Juneteenth, short for June 19th, marks the day when federal troops arrived in Galveston, Texas in 1865 to take control of the state and ensure that all enslaved people be free. The troops arrival, arrival came a full two and a half years after the signing of the Emancipation Proclamation. Juneteenth honors the end to slavery in the United States, and is considered the longest running African-American holiday. On June 17th, 2021, it officially became a federal holiday. Confederate General Robert E. Lee had surrendered at a, at a Potomac Sox courthouse two months earlier in Virginia. But slavery had remained relatively unaffected in Texas until, and a lot of other states, southern states too, Until U.S. General Gordon Granger stood on Texas soil and read General Orders Number Three, the people of Texas are informed that, in accordance with a proclamation from the Executive of the United States, all slaves are free. So basically, this is why, you know, July 4th to most Black people doesn't mean anything. Um, (laughs) Because, I mean, Slaves weren't free till about two years a little over two years later, because no one told them, and it's not because they forgot or because you know the information didn't get out it's because they wanted to hold those slave states um and keep slaves working because that was the workforce didn't have to pay them and 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 the, and then because. They weren't told anything. They just thought they were still on a plantation working for the master doing what they were doing. So this is why and and it happened in Texas. So I think Texas has been um, doing it since celebrating Juneteenth since like the early 60s Um, and it just started catching on. Um All around, and unfortunately, a lot of African Americans don't know or understand their history in this country um because it's not taught in schools um, on purpose to keep us ignorant about our history Harris sorry so um so yeah, basically that that's it um i don't you know it's just to me, July fourth is just another. You know weekend long weekend. I don't really celebrate the Fourth of July to that extent. I don't it, the Emancipation Proclamation you know kind of means nothing to to me <laughs> just because we were still slaves, so that was not enforced um, and and so it's just kind of sad how how a lot of people don't really understand you know a lot of people walk around so patriotic oh the fourth of july you know no. a lot of people don't feel that way you don't see a lot of black people walking around waving flags on fourth of july and and it is for this reason so yeah there you go
0: yeah i think you make a good point you know after the Emancipation proclamation when slaves were technically freed, there weren't any protections from the government for Black people. So, you know, even though it ended in 1965 or whatever, you know, the hatred and you know animosity and violence toward black people didn't stop. So, you know, I think you made a good point. And you know, the fact that most of us, you know, even me or you know, anybody else who has never even heard of Juneteenth until you know about a month ago. I think kind of really speaks volumes and, you know, it does kind of makes me upset, you know, knowing, you know, how much history and culture is just basically erased or censored, you know, just kind of to, you know, propagate a white agenda or, you know, white supremacy. So, you know, all Americans, you know, you should know about, you know, American history, even its shameful parts. And because, you know, history should be honest. So, but you know i kind of want to see kind of your thoughts on it becoming you know um you what do you think about it becoming a federal holiday because you know i've kind of seen you know with holidays you know in america it just kind of becomes something where like oh it's our fourth of july you know car dealership sale or you know this is you know welcome to you know it's our juneteenth 19 percent off of your you know electronics here at best buy Um, So like kind of getting away from actually the meaning of the holiday and kind of just becoming, you know, us as a consumer and capitalist society, you know, my fear is that this just becomes another thing where, oh, we get a day off work and, you know, we just go, you know, another day to drink or, you know, have a party or barbecue, right? Um, So, you know, what are you guys' kind of thoughts on that?
2: I agree. I think that they do things strategically, not necessarily because they care. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and
2: yeah. I think it might just be another way for them to market something new at us and to make money. Like I'm completely um jaded <laughs> about any attempts the government makes, like giving a holiday. Is that actually changing anything? Is that mm-hmm. actually doing anything to improve the lives? for African-Americans in this country. Yeah,
1: yeah. and kind of like the same thing with Columbus Day. Are you, are you kidding me? Like, if people knew the history behind Columbus Day, I'm sure people will still celebrate it. There's people who are just all about that. But if you really understood the history behind Columbus Day, you wouldn't be celebrating it. You wouldn't be celebrating Columbus at all.
2: I think it, they might have changed that.
1: I think, yeah, I was going to ask you, Amanda, if you knew if they changed Columbus Day as a holiday. I thought they had as well, but I wasn't sure.
2: I think it's supposed to be Indigenous People's Day, but I'm not sure if that's officially what we're calling it. Yeah,
1: so um, it's just, yeah, I'm with Amanda, like these holidays that people don't even know anything about you know and is it really you know is it really affecting any change for people to really see it's like mlk day oh it's mlk holiday and what are we going to do really you're supposed to be doing some sort of act of kindness or goodness you know or contemplating um about doing things like that in your life on that day but you know people It's just you know it can become just another holiday. I think a lot of these holidays that mean something to one group of people and don't mean so much to the next are more celebrated in a traditional manner. But a lot of these holidays, and I'm going to include Juneteenth in this, is you know um, if if you know a lot of white people aren't going to care. Because they have so much privilege, their privilege, they don't have to care, you know. For the, you know, for many of them, yeah, it's just going to be another holiday, woohoo, you know. But there's a, and just like Indigenous Peoples Day, you, you know, <laughs> that the, these these holidays, like Amanda said, are so, uh, somewhat becoming just another four-day weekend.
0: Yeah. And I, I agree with you. Like they passed this, you know, bill to make it a federal holiday so quick, saying, oh, yeah, we care about Black people. We care about your history. We want to acknowledge and celebrate, you know, these struggles. But then why haven't you passed, you know, these bills to prevent violence, you know, from happening against Black people? You can do this to make this holiday. It's just yeah. kind of something easy but what actual you know changes are you going to make for black people struggling in this country which is kind of the thing I have a problem with you know with all these people voting you know the republicans democrats you know voting for this type of stuff you know they'll vote for the, this bill get that passed super quick but then everything else that's going to be a drawn out long process for things that should be clearly you know obvious to you know help people you know that are struggling
1: yeah it's like let's give these black folks some crumbs so they'll shut the hell up for a minute. And look, look at what we did for you kind of thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Look over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Amanda, for real. It's a, it's all a, a smoke and mirrors act. Yep. Yep.
1: Exactly.
0: David, I kind of want to hear, uh, did you hear about? Did you know about like the history of Juneteenth? You know, before you know, last month that they made it a holiday.
3: Um, yeah, I knew about Juneteenth. Um, I know we, at my high school, we talked about
0: it. I took maybe it was
3: because I, I like took the, like the higher level of whatever, like prepare you for college or something. Maybe that was the reason why I had it. But I like it, it was in my mind, but I didn't remember it that much. But then like. Uh, my senior year, junior year of college, um, I went to an HBCU, so um, historically back college, if anybody doesn't know, but I went to an HBCU, whoop, whoop, anywho, um, um, I didn't know about, I, I wasn't reminded about Juneteenth until, you know, uh, a few years even into college. So, um, um, so I didn't know before they passed it, but I I didn't, I still didn't know that much, and I still don't know that much. Um I personally don't. Uh, I'm not. I don't have a problem with people like you know doing uh, their thing. I guess on that holiday. I just you know I, I don't think I've necessarily formulated opinion just yet on well, totally what I think. But I I don't I don't like what I've heard. Like some people say that are on once uh, on the other side that say oh they should just celebrate you know the 4th of July because that's you know that's when our nation was free well black people are part of your nation so you know you need to also respect the people that are in your nation and your nation is uh, made up of a mixing pot of several different nationalities so you know you also got to respect those other people too so that's as far as my extent of my opinion right now
2: what about the Vanessa Williams song
1: yeah I was just looking oh
3: no I do have an opinion on that, but I think that was supposed to be for next week, but if you want to talk about it right now, we could talk about it. Um, I want to hear your opinion. <laughs> oh, so they I, I was, you know, I, I wanted to see what would happen. I guess it didn't happen. She sang it, and it was on Juneteenth. First of all, the song is called Lift Every Voice and Sing. Um, that's the actual name of the song, yeah. but it is nicknamed the Black National Anthem because black people would sing it even my church would sing it we'd sing it on um what's it called on during black history month so every time we went to church we would sing it or whatever um during that month um i know that i've seen a bunch of people saying that they oh, again the same uh saying that it's dividing up the country saying that all this stuff um i think black people should be proud of who they are and I think it's a really good song. If you know the words, it's lift every voice and sing, you know, every voice, not just black people's voice. Um, and, and saying, like, if you if you just know, read the words, like it's a beautiful song. So um, I, I honestly think that it could, it's better than the Star-Spangled Banner. <laughs> That's probably not very American of me to say, but also it is because, you know, I can have my opinion, but I think it's a very good song, so. Yeah.
1: We've had a lot of national anthems in this country, not not just Star Shangled Banner, Lift Every Voice and Sing kind of encompasses everything and everybody. But I think people get so stuck in their this is my country and this is what we do and that kind of stuff, which is annoying because mostly overly patriotic people who don't have any knowledge of the history, actual history of this country, the full history of this country, the good, the bad, and the ugly, they say stuff like that. They're usually the flag wavers running around with their flags and stuff. Um but yeah, it is we used to sing it when I was little. You know, I know I know all the words to it. Um you if if you were a little black kid, you knew all the words to it. You just did when I was younger. Um and so, when you know we were forced to or tried to be forced to sing the national anthem at that time, I think it was the Star Spangled Banner was really popular, and you know, well, if y'all don't know me by now, I didn't sing it, so <laughs> I just <didn't laughs> mute like you know, this isn't this you know for me, when I was younger you know back in the 60s and 70s this didn't didn't represent me and it and and you know a lot of stuff is just not non-inclusive so i just didn't sing it but i would sing "Lift every voice and sing yeah
3: yeah so short answer i do not have a problem with vanessa williams singing it Um, And plus the point of this, the black national anthem was to unite everyone saying that black people, we are equal, we are one people, we are part of the nation of America. And so, you know, denying that would be, you know, going against what we fought for too. you know, what part of the song was for, you know? Um, So I don't think it should be able to divide the nation. I think that it's a part of our history black history american history um you know bringing about change when it came to segregation and all that stuff so i think that it is a very you know uh, important part of our history so
0: what was like the criticism or controversy with her singing that song
3: um right now i just looked at one youtube video and i just wanted to see what the comments would say because you know it's not every comment section is not always the same you know it just depends on who looks at it so i just wanted to see what a like a consensus on one side or whatever it was but they were basically saying like oh they're dividing the country they should only sing the national anthem blah 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 i mean if they believe in freedom (laughs) you also got to believe that you know other people's opinions matter even if you don't necessarily like it um that is i mean there is consequences to certain opinions obviously there should be but in you know the grand scheme of things like you know we shouldn't be a country where it's like hush up you know because it needs to be done this way or else we'll be exactly like the countries that the people that were making comments are probably very republican um, or conservative and so. you'd be basically a dictatorship. Oh, you only got to sing this one song and that's it. And you're going to sing it and stand. And that you should also be able to protest it too. (laughs) That's a whole different topic. Yeah. Yeah, my
1: my thing is, is that people look at um, protesting things in America as un-American. Like that's part of the constitution to be able to protest and to um, and and to be able to have a voice in what your country is doing, right and wrong, right? So yeah, like just because you're protesting things in America doesn't mean you're un-American. That's part of part of our right is to protest things. You know, I found this one um, <laughs> this one comment in that on on online. Um this the this one this one person, person is saying maybe if minorities felt included they wouldn't feel the need to have their own holidays and so on and so forth. But unfortunately this country we love and died for seems not to see it that way. The majority of us don't want a free ride but an equal one. But for some reason there are people who feel that we're taking something away from them. Um, it goes on, but the reply from somebody was, possibly you should reread your paragraph to see why whites are offended by it. Each day people have different experiences in life and I too have experienced severe racism from blacks. Well, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take issue with that because people get racism and prejudice mixed up. Those are two separate, separate um, things. People interchange those those um, terms, they are not interchangeable. You cannot experience racism from Black people in this country. Racism has definitely to do with an aspect of power, a power ratio. Black people are not in power in this country. This country is dominantly white. It was made for white people. All the laws, the systems were built by and for white people. So we don't have a a dynamic of power. So I'm gonna take issue with that right there. So if you're white, you have not experienced any racism from any black people, you may have experienced bigotry or prejudice, but you did not experience racism. So that right there, he's a little ignorant on, but he does go on to say the difference, white people chalk it up as one experience and move forward, blacks don't. Gonna take issue with that too you know with um i've been told this a million times by white people why can't you just forget it and move on so i'm gonna leave that one lying there because we know how ignorant that is um then he goes whites don't run to the paper for each and every indiscretion to prove how racist someone from another color is blacks do this is a nation of multiple races whose experiences are different no worse or better than any other race. Hmm. I'm going to leave that one line there too. I hope I've made my ancestors proud of my accomplishments in, in, in accomplishments in life as a human being. And now I've worked and lived in diverse areas promoting equity and equality for everyone, no matter what race they are. This person doesn't even understand the meaning of racism, let alone equity and equality. So I don't know what they're talking about there. Um, And then he goes on to say, maybe you should try promoting the same. (laughs) This is ignorance at its finest to me. And um, so (laughs) I'll leave that one open for discussion, but I just had to read that.
3: And was this like on a comment under the...
1: Yeah, in that um, the Newsweek article that we got sent, it's down in the comments.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. I noticed as I was reading that article, um, for me personally, one of the one of the things that I think someday will make me a good therapist, but also makes it difficult for me to, you know, um, see. I guess what my opinion is on something is I can get lost in other people's opinions really easily. Mm-hmm. I can step into their shoes and I can see where they're coming from. So, as I was reading that article, I was noticing that happening for both sides, for both opinions. And I had to take a step back and I had to look at, I had to utilize my dialectical behavior therapy skills. <laughs> I had to observe, describe with non judgmental terms what was actually happening, not what everyone says is happening, but what's actually happening what was actually happening is a woman sang a, song. Yep. sang a song on a particular day. And that's literally, if you break it down, that's all that happened. And what you take away from that, what meaning you take away from that is personal. And so everyone's, you know, I don't know. It's like, it's a trip looking at it like that because I'm like, man, you know, we get so led by other people's i think opinions and you you get divided along those lines but when you look at things objectively a woman sang a song and yep. it was you know When you look at the words of the song the words of the song you know is communicating something the day that the song was sung is communicating something but what is it communicating is different for each person Yeah,
1: and see as because of the the intersection of me being a black female, I I look at it like a a black woman singing a song. I don't look at it as a woman singing a song. I look at it as a black woman is singing a song on this date, right? And what What does that mean? The ramifications of that, right? But I get what you're saying. It's just a woman sang a song. If you break it down to the bare essence, a woman sang a song. And whether you liked that song or not, or you agreed with it or not, or on the day she sang it or not, or who sang it, her being black or whatever, is all a matter of perspective and experience. Um, of, of your own yeah
2: I just think for people who you know are getting so drawn up and op- opposing stuff and wanting to oppose and fight and and you know do all these things you know it's like at the end of the day why why do you feel that like I was thinking about that with the people who are like ah how dare she sing this song it's dividing the country and I'm like but it's a woman sing a song (laughs) like why are you getting so bent out of shape about it and it's just interesting to see how people have such different perspectives on a woman singing a song
1: Yes. yeah and also
3: they weren't listening to any of the lyrics literally they heard the black national anthem if you want us to call it the lift it not mention that fine whatever but i the history of the song still needs to be mentioned but even if you didn't mention it you know the song has great meaning lift every voice and sing Tell earth and heaven ring rings with the harmony of liberty and all that stuff what america is or was supposed to be or whatever that's these people want to claim America is. I'm not saying it isn't, but I'm just saying, you know, if that's what you want, then that's what the song is calling for unity. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Yeah. I think the Star Spangled Manor is kind of, I don't really like it a whole lot. I think it's, I would prefer that other song. Um And, like at sports games, like when you know football players are like kneeling you know for the national anthem, you know patriots getting all bent out of shape because you know you're disrespecting America or you're disrespecting the flag, but like you're saying, David, you know America's all about freedom, and people have a right to do you know what they want or fight for their you know freedom if they don't feel like you know they're getting you know those freedoms, so it's just kind of you know, hypocritical and, you know, just kind of, you know, frustrating and kind of like Amanda said, like, why do you care so much? You know, really just, you know, the world would be, you know, we were talking to Toby, you know, last week, the world would be just, you know, a better place if people just had empathy or sympathy and were just kind, you know, to each other, you know, stepped in each other's shoes for a little bit and understood, you know, their perspective or where they're coming from, but. Well, yeah. I do agree.
3: One of their points, you know, we do need more unity, but, you know, um, what does that look like? Because, you know, yeah.
1: Yeah. What does that look like? I've never seen it.
2: I've experienced it. You know, I have my opinion about what unity looks like because I've experienced it at rare times in the military and, you know, everybody having their own background coming together under a common cause and a common goal, but you each maintain your individual identities but you're working together. And to me, that's what I would like to see. I would like to see us all be able to have our own culture and belief systems and identities, but working together for a common cause. That's what I would like to believe unity is. Um, well, I'm
1: just I'm just going to say this. I that right there is a good um, analogy of what unity is. And I think what you said about everyone under the same cause in the same cause, ha- you know, and um, and their and, and their cultures are celebrated under a same cause. I I don't know about that with especially black women because um, the the military has treated black women abominably, especially when it comes to um, their their appearance. Um, they've had to fight some battles in the military to get to even wear their hair a certain way, um, you know. So it's a good premise. And I get, I get what you're saying, Amanda, but I, I don't think that played out, um, was unless
2: affected,
1: if you know what I'm saying.
2: It was my personal experience yeah. at certain times. I would definitely agree that there are problems like there is with everything humans do. Yeah. There's problems. But in general, I think that's the only time I've experienced, um,
1: where the premise was
2: that. Where I've experienced unity, where we're all on the same team, we're all working together. And and now that wasn't true across the board, for sure, because my husband had different experiences. But in my unit, where I was at, under the leadership that we had, that's what it was like. And it You're, was pretty awesome to experience it. Yeah, I've
1: never... Um, fully experienced that? Um, no, don't think I ever have. I can't think of an instance where the premise was good, but it just didn't play out that way. You know, like it was, like I was saying. Um, but I, I don't think I've ever experienced that. Did you at an HBCU, David, at all? David, oh, he's frozen.
0: Is he frozen?
1: <laughs> yeah. Are you unfrozen?
0: I thought he was sleeping.
1: <laughs> oh, what are doing? I think he's frozen. But I, I mean, I'd like to know if David did, because at an HBCU, you have more. Oh, wait a minute, I did. I went to a graduation at an HBCU at Clark University in Atlanta. And there was nothing but a sea, a football field bleachers down on the ground, full of sea of black folks, and um, and they were there for to celebrate um, these um, these students graduating. I did, I did. You know what, Amanda? I did. I felt some. I felt. I I may have felt what you felt there because there wasn't. Yeah, I did that one time at Clark University at their graduation. So, yep. I felt really good. I forgot about that. I felt really good. There was like all black folks, a sea of black folks on, this was a common thing. Everybody was there for this one thing to celebrate these students graduating. Um, And um, it it, I'd never felt that before because that was the first time I had been in the South. And, and that felt really good. So yeah, forgot about that.
2: Imagine how many people haven't felt that, haven't experienced that in this country because so many things are designed to keep us separate and not working together under a common cause. Yeah. And- neighborhoods the schools like everything and that's why I brought up the military because really that's the only it has its problems for sure but that's the only time except for maybe like team sports or something like that where you get a bunch of different people from different backgrounds from all over the country together Mm -hmm. in the same uniform having to appear this you know having to adapt to certain like image standards to kind of level the playing fields and all working together. And like, that's really the only time in this country I think where that happens, where we're not like divided. I
1: we think why the Olympics are so popular. Oh. The, the Olympics seem to be so popular because, oh, I can I think of a, another time too, when we were, um, 9-11
2: yes oh I wish I could have been here in country when that happened because I kept seeing it on the news and I was like man that's so cool everyone's like united for the first time and forever yeah because we thought when it first happened the first plane hit we everybody thought we were
1: under siege you know and then now you're attacking us so everybody was kind of yeah yeah that was another 9-11 was 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 pretty it was an odd feeling. I'd never, you know, I'd never felt that before because I never felt at one with really anybody white in this country my whole life until that happened and we were all it didn't matter what color you were, you were get you you were under siege. So I mean that isn't what happened, but when the, that first plane hit the bu- the first building, that building, you were like we're under siege and the we thing wasn't about if you were black or white or whatever it's like you're american you're under siege Mm
2: -hmm. yeah
1: yeah that was that was an interesting time
0: unless you were like muslim or middle eastern then you probably got a little bit of a different look from a lot of different people
2: there's always something right like there's always something getting away But wait a minute that came later because
1: we didn't know who did who it was that one moment in time. It only lasted for a moment until you found out they were Muslim. Yeah. But for that one moment in time, we didn't know who it was or what was going on. It was just we're under siege could have been the Russians or whatever, but for that small moment in time until we found out they were Muslim. And then of course as usual everything went to hell in a handbasket because they were muslim and every muslim in this country every american that was also a muslim was being attacked for it yeah but but it was just a moment in time it didn't last that long but it but yeah yep
0: this is kind of out there but you know i think unity can happen if there is an alien invasion
2: <laughs> yeah i was just thinking that i was like Independence uh, Day. <laughs> yeah.
0: so if aliens if you they ever come i think the world will unite to get, fight against the aliens become one and that might be the only way that this world will ever become united but
1: yeah. who knows? good movie to watch later tonight yay thanks yeah <laughs>
2: I know that would be I mean I would almost want it to happen just to experience that (laughs) unity
1: yeah it's
2: like wow yeah that
1: was a good one and oh I can't remember the name of it but yeah whenever there's something like that where we're it's the world against The whole earth against another alien entity, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But I think that'll conclude our conversation. I just want to thank you all for listening to this episode of Confabulation. And if you enjoy this episode, don't forget to leave us a rating and review um, or comment below. Um, And just remember that if you or any of your loved ones are experiencing domestic violence, Our advocates are here and ready to help you. You can contact us through our website at oursistershouse.com or by phone at 253-383-4275. Thank you.